Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. To be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmick Seed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. A&E. Enjoy me, my co-host, D.I.C. It's a prime time. What's up, what's up? It's me, the P.R. I am me. Uh, we are back here with another episode. Obviously, we are running a little bit late on episode 197 as we are counting down to episode 200. Don't worry, episode 200 will be on time. We ain't going to have no half-asses. I, I've also been promising to uh, review all the Dark Side of the Ring episodes that we forgot. So make sure, guys, stay tuned for all that good all that stuff we just we just a little behind at the moment with uh scheduling and all stuff that we're doing but we'll have that stuff up before episode 200 and episode 200 like i said we, we're playing for uh some great things on that one also so stay tuned for all that great stuff uh in the meantime yeah there's not that much this podcast is not going to be as long as the other podcasts are because like i said we started a little bit late there's no reason to go back to AEW or rampage or any of that, any of that stuff, or the, the most terrible build to Survivor Series that I have seen in a long time. What build? There is this none. This shit is this shit is really painful. Like, first of all, do you know how good it felt just to be stress free and not watch Raw on Monday? Yeah, I know. I've been doing it. Yeah, you, you've been doing. It. I'm just saying, but for me to. You know, f- finally do it. Oh my God, it felt so good. I I, I was watching um, what was it? Uh, I just I just seen it. The oh God, I saw Home Sweet Home Alone. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do a review on that. Stay tuned for that uh, coming out later later this week, guys. Because oh my God, that movie is terrible. Yeah, it's not for. It's not for your your age. So no, 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 no. This time, I, I look, I get it. I know there's things that's for my age and, and then not my age range and probably for, for my, my, my son's age. No, the people who wrote this movie clearly do not either do not like Home Alone or don't respect Home Alone. Have you seen it? Yes, I've seen it. And you going to mean to tell me the best thing you got to come out your mouth is it ain't for our age? No. That, first I of know, all. I just felt like watching this, this movie was for uh, seven-year-olds or something. I don't know. No, first of all, tell me how. Sorry, slight spoilers. But tell me how the actual boy for the majority of the movie we think is the bad guy. Yeah, I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> I was definitely like, so he actually stole it. That's so he's actually the hero. Like, <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, plot twist. I'm like, um, kick his honestly, ass. Honestly, if they would have went with that, it would have been a nice twist though, because you know, y'all was think the boy is the good guy. It would have yeah. been a nice twist. It it would have been it would have been a decent twist, but I'd have been like, yo, kick his ass, kick his ass. But anyway. We don't get to since, since Prime didn't see uh, it. An, another side though, just another side. Though. Yeah. Uh, Keenan, uh, it's only shot his. He only shot his scenes, right? Yeah. So when he seen the trailer, 
for the movie, he was like, wait a minute. Those are the bad guys? And if you if you see his scenes, you will you will understand why he said that. He was like, wait a minute. That family, that's the that's it, those are the bad guys? I it, thought this whole time. It, <laughs> it, yo, okay, you know what? Y'all, I had to bring Prime on that because I didn't know I didn't know if you saw the movie or not. And, yeah, no, I saw it the, and, the day it came out. And I watched, I was just like, yo, this cannot be happening right now. So, oh, man. We, we will re- review that sure. later. And I, I was watching that. I watched Red Notice. Did you see Red Notice yet? I did not. God. Uh, so, lots of the cut to come, to come check out uh, uh, this week on the. Uh, the um, Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. Nerd, Nerdgasm Talk Podcast or. The movie experience, but anyway, you guys are here for wrestling, so make sure you guys check out spacesphilly.com. That's what we're a part of. Check out the shows they have on there the Lulu Pop Plus One, Lulu Pop Horror Show, Both Sides, The Market Dark Show, Doing Business with Mark Randall. Check out the Nerd Coaches content on there as well. The No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast, Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond. Drunk Thought Sober Tongue Podcast. And make sure you guys check us out on all the podcast apps from Stitcher. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, etc. Check us out. Check out our snippets on YouTube Premium. If you guys listen to our podcast on YouTube, make sure you guys check out the YouTube Premium app where you guys can, you know, listen to those videos with your phone closed because that, that's a that is kind of beneficial and helps save power and stuff like that. Uh, make sure also my man over here, Prime, has his own podcast. Also, the Prime Assassin Podcast with him and Lee Boy TV. Go back down memory lane on different virtual things that they like. So, Prime, what was the show? Oh, it comes out every single Friday. So, Prime, what was the show this past Friday? We actually did not have an episode this week. Really? Really? Man, everybody's chilling, which I don't blame because it's right before the holidays and stuff like that, too. So I mean, you know, we, we recorded one, but, you know, editing. I just did not feel like editing, to be honest with you. So, <laughs> next Friday. Bruh, it's, it is fine because... It's just like I said, because I'm going to be putting up a special holiday episode also. So I'm just like, ugh. That's on screen. Next Friday, we, I'll be putting it up. Okay. And, uh, but yeah, make sure you guys check out um, also, uh, you know, the prime conversations he has going up. Q Flow with the Wardrobe. Make sure you guys, guys check out the new music that he has from there now. I, you know, my man is on, in, in the whole business, so. You you got to pay him for his stuff now, you know. Saying hear from him, but he'll be back for episode two hundred, uh, for no gimmicks needed, and hopefully, uh, Prime and Q Flow will be back for Nerdgasm talk like like we were last couple weeks ago, this week, because you know, talk talk some more about some Christmas songs, talk about this Home Alone shit, talk about a lot of stuff. So, uh, see you for all that, uh. All right, so let's just get right on into the nitty gritty of the, of this podcast here, and I want to start off by talking about Keith Lee. And and I look, I am going to reserve judgment until all the facts come out because you know uh, there it's easy to jump on WWE about a lot of things and. They rightfully so deserve that, and rightfully so they deserve to you know get jumped on about a lot of this shit. But uh, there's just something you know I was just like it was kind of weird to me about this because Keith Lee came out uh, the other day when it happens to be his birthday, and he put out something on, on Twitter, and he was like, "Greetings and salutations! To t- uh, this day is my birthday. It is not a happy birthday, but it is one." I am most grateful for several several months ago. I was not a it was not a guarantee I would make it to this day. So there is positivity in that. I pay all my medical bills uh, from the many offices and machines I frequent. Uh, there is positivity in that, and I do find it amusing that people believe anyone but me paid for my medical expenses. I was going to wait a couple weeks, but I think it's time to look towards the future. Forward March, as I like to say, I am capable of so much more, and I can't wait to see what it looks like properly. 
I have a wide array of interests and abilities. I also consider myself to be rather open-minded. Here's to a future that, for all intents and purposes, seems limitless. So, you you may look at it like, okay, regular tweet and everything, right? But then, something that's shocking, WWE came out, and they released a statement about Keith Lee's tweet. And they came out and said, Keith Lee's recent comments implying WWE failed to pay his medical bills are uh, horrendous. WWE has an extensive healthcare program for the medical care of its in-ring performers, and Mr. Lee was part of this program while with the company. Should Mr. Lee have any concerns over the payment of medical bills, he is welcome to address them with the WWE. Now, before we, you know, let's handle this professionally now. WWE is a slimy-ass company, and they do a lot of people, almost everybody, dirty in that company, depending on who you are. And sometimes you have seen the most disgusting, disturbing things to people done on live TV and being fired. And I mean, me and Prime, as wrestling fans, as long enough, can attest to this. Well, there is something WWE does do. WWE has had been known that if somebody gets injured or sick on their watch, hear me out first, on their watch, they do take care of them expenses. Mm-hmm. If, huh? I was just saying, mm-hmm. Even if the person is on drugs or needs rehab, they got a whole shit list of of people like from Ric Flair to William Regal to Jeff Hardy to Matt Hardy to everybody they had paid for when it came to substance abuse and things like that and they have they have done that. So uh I can't unfortunately say anything bad about WD uh when that comes. Now once again, COVID is another different animal because it's hard to prove that you can say that Keith Lee could have got COVID outside the workplace. You could have said Keith Lee got COVID in the workplace. It's just that, of course, of how W was handling the COVID situation er- earlier in in the business, they weren't handling it as well as Tony Khan uh, at AEW or as, like Sinclair was over at Ring of Honor. He did, they, they just was not handling it the right way. So a lot of people did get sick and had to stay home, but you still can't prove that it's it's, it's really hard to prove uh, that he got sick at WWE. So I don't know how the COVID thing, you know, lands. And here's the thing about Keith Lee. I agree with him because I agree with him uh, of, of being frustrated and feeling this way. But I also think it's also a thing because Keith Lee does this also that he keeps hinting that he wants to say something, but he don't say it. And I'm like, I think it's about time that you just get it off your chest. He may not be allowed to say it because he's under under 90 day no complete, uh, no, no, no compete clause. But I truly think Keith Lee is somebody who's legit hurt for losing their job at WWE. We may not look at it that way. We, we may like, yo, is WWE get the fuck out of it? They, they did not care about you. But I'm not Keith Lee. But going by the way he's been talking or he's hinting at this or I got to give you guys a story or my side story. Like he really, I really felt so that he felt he could have been a bigger star in WWE. I'm not necessarily so sure about this. So, what is your take of uh, uh, on this prime about the whole medical thing, and and do you think that it's more of a Keith Lee being frustrated type of thing? Because they should come back out and Keith Lee could have said, "Well, I I was not implying that WWE never paid my medical bills. I was only saying like it, there, there's so much shit people can say out of anger. Even seeing Punk say some shit out of anger to the point where he was just like, "All right, well that was just me saying being angry." WWE did do something like this. Because, look, WWE is easy to shit on. They are the punching bag. And, like I said, they deserve all this criticism. But you have to call a spade a spade. 
And with WWE, one, one thing that you can't really come at them on is when stuff happens on their watch, they do take care of their superstars. So how do you feel about this? This feels like just a situation where Keith Lee was like, look, I can pay for this myself. That's what it feels like. Like, no, 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 I got this one, guys. Just to me. I don't know. It could be different, obviously, or whatever, but this is feels that feels like Keith Lee wanted to be like, all right, I got this by myself. Do you think it was more of a thing like, I got this so that when when he knew this shit was going to happen, he kind of throw it in their face? No, I just think Keith Lee just like, no, nah, I got this. Is Maybe him being modest in a sense. Uh-huh. I mean, but, but I don't know. But I, I'm, I'm just saying. The, the, way, the way I look at it is, if I get sick, and say if I feel as though that I got sick on your watch, if they're offering to pay for it, I'm not going to, especially with me not being booked or used on TV the right way or whatever the case may be, and I don't, I could be out of a job, I'm going to let them pay for it. Yeah, well, you, we never know. Keith Lee could be modest. He could be like, hey, I almost died. You know what? I, I want to get this one. Shit, if I almost die, you make sure you, you take care of all that. But I, but it's not even just about being a mindset. I'm like, do, do it, can, can it be a thing where he's just mad at them right now and, uh, you know, called them out on something to the point where, because, look, any wrestler that has been released before by WWE and the shit they come out there and talk, they ain't never come out with a statement challenging what these people say. They're like, go ahead, say what the fuck you want to say. We don't give a fuck. Anyway, and people I mean, come. It's just, the weird part is, out of all the stuff you can say to, like, quote unquote, bury WWE, you don't really go with, they didn't pay my medical bills. Out of all the stuff you can say, that's the thing that he went with, that he would go with to be frustrated with. I don't I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I agree with you. Like I said, they're a slimy company, which too deserves all the criticism, but if it seems like for them to make a statement about that, they obviously feel some type of way about that to the point where. Hold on now. We do a lot of shit, but those things those things were taken care of by us. Like I said, because, you know, it, it's already bad or Keith Lee was having a, a, a reputation of saying being hard to work with. And I'm just like, I think, you know, Keith Lee was trying. I, I, when it comes to that hard to work with stuff, it's like, okay, what do you want? It's like Vince wants you to keep pounding him with ideas, but then once again, Vince wants his ideas on you, and if you if you don't if you don't like the creative or you call it the creative, then you looked at it as a problem, because we've seen that uh being with Bray Wyatt, which I can't wait for his shoot interview to come out and let and everybody know uh his side of the story. And I'm pretty sure, like you know, the Bearcat stuff was not Keithley's idea, but it's like Keithley wants to come out and. Like just let it all out, but he keeps giving these little cryptic tweets and stuff like that, and just to get people riled up and talking instead of actually coming out and talking. Well, honestly, Keithley could do in ninety days in February, when all this shit is behind you, you can come back out, and you can you can just sit here and say, "Look, this is what the fuck happened. This is what pisses me off about this. This is who I think did this. Whatever case may be, and you can go ahead and say your piece." Because leaning up to it with all this up uh, with all this other stuff that you're talking about, and if it comes out to saying that you know Keith Lee wasn't telling the truth about it, that's that's going to backfire on him, and that's not what he wants right now. Which is weird. Like, why would why would you want? It's just for one. It's a random thing to just randomly just bring up. But even at that, it's just like that's. That's the thing, though. It, like, even if, if, if it, it is a lie, weird, though. It, that's it, the thing that you lie about, you know. Exactly. I would say, but it, it just came. It came out of weird because he he just said in the tweet, "Uh, I pay for all my medical expenses, and, and then I don't see why it's so hard for me to believe that I I I'm the only one to pay for it." I'm like, where'd that come from? You know, I obviously something is something bothered. Is is bothering him so? Well, obviously this man got fired, so duh. I mean, yeah, but you know, because like I said, I, I for some reason I really think Keith Lee felt as though that he was going to be a star there. I think he was probably promised something that he was not given. He was probably he he, he probably felt as though that he was attacked for some reason, or he probably felt as though that 
you know, whatever the case may be, I, I really think that that one time Keith Lee tried to dive over the top rope and he and he didn't get enough air and he spent his head on the back of that apron. Vince, he's been on Vince shitless ever since on the episode of Raw because ever since then, he was not pushed the same at all. Well, well, maybe. I don't know. That was a specific detail. I was like, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just doing the eye test here. I'm, I'm just doing. I'm just doing the eye test. Like I, I hope to know the full Keithley story because then, then you got the trolls going to attack him. Whatever the case, the medium is going to get involved and all stuff like that. I'm just like, but bro, you you can't lead this fan base on because he got diehard fans that no matter what he said, they're going to attack WWE no matter what. He has those fans. He has those fans there, but you know and he knows that. And whatever, whatever will make him feel better by, I guess, hurting the company. Like, well, people are usually hurt. And they're really hurt about something. The best way they feel so they can get back is to try to make the other party that, that, that has hurt them feel equally as hurt. And you may say some shit that, that'll bring some bad heat on the company. But once again, that's not, this is not going to look good. Yeah, uh, this is a very rare situation. You, you obviously just gotta wait until more info comes out to see like what's what. Yeah, so his ninety day, his ninety day is up. Uh, in February, so hopefully we can hear something about that. I'm still waiting to hear from Bray Wyatt to hear Bray Wyatt gonna be set, uh, is gonna say anything because I'm curious to hear what his story is gonna be. Yeah. He'll probably do it after he done filming his movie or whatever he doing. First of all, I hope the movie's actually going to be kind of dope, to be honest with you. Yeah, I hope it is, too. This man, this man Bray Wyatt is doing his thing. This man bought a pony uh, a while back. So, yeah, he's doing his thing. Hey. Speaking of somebody doing their thing. So, we all love the New Day. We all love Xavier Woods. And Xavier Woods has the YouTube channel Up, Up, Down, Down. Now, I... I was a huge fan of the old Up, Up, Down, Down. To me, Up, Up, Down, Down, recently, I was like, this feels weird. This feels like the company. And come to find out, my suspicions were true. Because I was, I remember, I subscribed Up, Up, Down, Down back when he had 80,000 subscribers. I was subscribing up, up, down, down when he was still outside in his his random yard, and everything, and still doing the hot sauce test. Back when Biggie was Big Wool and doing, you know, keep it tight, you know, for your uncle and your daddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember all those videos and back when you know he had t- t- Tyler Breeze in the in the original ones, and then they would just bring uh, different superstars over. Back when they had the Street Fighter tournament between him and the Miz, and mm-hmm. it. Back when they had Damian Sandow doing the raps and stuff like that, like don't and when it was just the superstars sitting down with a regular fucking camera recording them playing video games. Like that's what I remember about Up Up Down Down. It was great, and pe- you get, people got a chance to, to to shed their shit off and just play. And everybody in the, in the gamers that was back there was was dope because you started having uh aj styles come back there because you know how much of a gamer aj styles is and then you start having uh cesaro and then of course tyler breeze and then adam cole you start bringing the nxt people and then you start and then you start bringing up all uh, samoa joe samoa joe oh, samoa joe is great especially like the see them Tekken tournaments them injustice tournaments like, i used to love the usos and all them stuff like that and, and, and them just on a regular night and all of a sudden, the the whole bullshit started with Vince and the the uh the whole media thing, and it now there you got to own a piece of it. And I'm just like, well, what's gonna happen up up down? Because that's the most popular out of everybody else's stream. Not saying anybody else's stream wasn't popular, but I, but the ones I remember was was up up down down. And I was like, but for some reason, everybody else dropped their shit, but up up down down stayed. And I was like, well. I get Vince likes or loves New Day and they bring in money and, and they do have some kind of freedoms. But how is this staying afloat? And apparently he sold it. 
he WWE owns up up down down because now I was like oh because that's how you have the, the, the up up down down championship that's how you have the up up down 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 shirts on WWE shop I was like okay they they own it which is which as soon as I found that out it reminded me of Zack Ryder's YouTube show oh remember yeah. Zack Ryder's YouTube YouTube show where in yeah, the I remember be- that in, in the beginning that shit was dope. Mm-hmm. I love that. This is Zack Ryder trying to get over. Trying to get over. Exactly. Get over. <laughs> and that was great. But then, then when it got popular enough, and WWE was mad that he was getting over, and wasn't on on their dime, they went and bought the show. And remember how that show turned out to be? Mm-hmm. Terrible. Trash. It turned to yep. be trash. I'm not saying up up down down is trash, but up up down down is way too production for me now. Does that make sense to you? What I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. Like it, it's it, it, it's 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 so pretty. It's it's kind of like uh how well, how people felt about um, Raw Underground. It was like if this would be Raw Underground, why don't like why why doesn't it like a Fight Club? Why does this shit look so pretty and well produced? Is they supposed to look like that? The the way I remember up up down down was they had a regular ass camera. And so, if you was too far in the back, you was pixelated. And, and everything was in HD. And they would sit there and play. The games was clean, but you know what I'm saying? They, they would just be playing in the locker room or playing in an area or even playing in their hotel room. And that was the dope, dope, the dope shit about Up Up Down There. Every, now, now they got a set. Now they got background. Now they got, you know, shirts and all this other shit. Now I was like, okay, look, that's fine. But then it took away. A lot of stuff that I liked about it, but more about that. Well, a post uh, recently, Up Up Down Down has not been releasing content because uh, they have not released full-length videos in nearly a month, stating that members of the popular YouTube gaming channel were uh, standing in solidarity with WWE star Xavier Woods, who who many believe is currently in a bad deal with WWE regarding the, the channel, which he probably is. Uh, in a follow-up report, uh, Sean Rossat reported that Woods is receiving little to no additional money for the YouTube channel or his hosting role for with G4 because of the downside guaranteed in his contract. So, I'm not sure what the downside in his contract is, but despite growing the channel to 2.27 million subscribers in roughly six years, Woods has not seen an extra dime for the channel, uh, promoting him to hold out on making any more videos until a new deal is made. Sab also noted that the holdout has not affected Woods' uh, booking in the company, which we saw him win King of the Ring tournament. So, give me your thoughts about it. I mean, I just think he won a better deal. I mean... Uh, it's sad. Also, very weird. Like, cause they obviously had the championships and all that. Mm-hmm. I believe, like, I want to say Adam Cole. No, Mia Yim was the champion of Up Up Down Down. Obviously, she got released and all that. Mm-hmm. And everybody that wins the championship keeps getting released. It's like a death championship. But anyways, um, kind of Cleveland Browns. <laughs> everybody that lives. Literally, everybody that had to vacate it, and then that person gets released, and they vacate it, then that person gets released. But um, the stuff that they've just been doing, obviously, you can see where it like where it 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 dwindles down. And I don't know, man. If I was him, obviously, I want a better deal. But who's to say WWE just just won't be like, hey, uh, Kofi, you do the show, or or. Uh, AJ, you you take over up up down down now. I could definitely see them doing that. Yeah, because uh, Tyler Breeze is still very much heavily on the show, even though he's not in the company. They probably don't like that. Mm-hmm. No, see, yeah, and uh, uh huh. Yeah, I was gonna say Tyler Breeze and Mia Yim are still heavily involved, and they probably don't like that. Okay. 
Yeah, you know, uh, it, it is, but, you know, I think also it's like you can tell it's different. Because, first of all, the WWE the has already shown that they don't like nobody uh, making money uh, or getting over without them. And that's the same reason why they want to they, they, they be in control of everything. And up and down that was successful. They, he didn't need them. He didn't need them, but that show meant so much to him that he wanted to keep it. And so, if, if WWE doing that, I knew I knew this was going to happen. As soon as WWE gets their hands on it, that they're going to turn it into something that's terrible. I'm not saying it's terrible now. I'm saying it's going to turn into something that it wasn't before, and that's that's going to be the problem of the thing. And now I was, I'm sitting here like, yo, this is just not what I remember it being. You know, it's it like the, the entertainment and all this stuff like that is gone. I'm like, all this stuff is 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 not, uh, it's just not it's just not not the same. And for him for him not to get paid for anything like that that kind of stuff bothers me. You know, said I'm surprised that you're shocked that WWE is not paying somebody for work that they do. No, I'm, I'm, I'm I, 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 okay. I'm not shocked that uh. People are, are are not paying are not paying my man Xavier Woods, but I'm shocked that Xavier Woods let W take it. Because remember, remember well, he, he probably huh? No, I'm saying he probably wanted to do that so he can use his stuff though. Because he remember when he was wearing up up down down gear and everything they was promoting it on the show and they kept saying up up down down. That's probably still that deal from way back and probably just haven't gotten a new one. And now he's probably seeing like oh, this is not a good deal. Okay, yeah, you know, I, I can play that because it, it it was, it just felt like you know, hey, we take it here and it's it's the nerds of, of the locker room and you know, after the matchup, everybody like you could tell people who just came in from a match they was coming to the back to see what was going on. Roman had a towel on and stuff like that, and that that was cool. And I, I think Vince was like, "What the fuck is going on?" You know, and uh. It was just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then he got the G4 deal and all stuff like that. I'm like, but no, you're not going to have me doing all this wrestling and then still try to make this kind of content and you're not going to pay me extra? I think it was better back then, of course, back then too, because they were in the locker room. You got to see them doing just stuff in the locker room and just invite people over. Hey, come over here and look at this. While now it's kind of like they don't be in the locker room no more. It's just straight up at in, in the studio or whatever. Yeah. It's like not really, you know. There's not much locker room stuff where, you know, stuff like that anymore. Like it's it's kind of like remember when they brought Byron Saxon back to do the fight? I said Fraser, he was scared like a little bitch. <laughs> Don't those are the kind of videos I remember, you know, or how how Biggie all of a sudden became good at UFC. Yeah, like when they were just back there and and uh, remember like, the whole go, Matt, but... remember the whole Madden tournaments. Yep, yep. Those things were great. And random people would just come back there to just watch and you see like Roman to come back there or Seth or whoever was there at the time would come back. Yeah. Those are those are the things I'm like, yo, that's what I I, I, I miss about uh you know, up up down that kind of stuff. And then it, it, it's like oh everybody be in the comments like yo could you get this this wrestler on it? Did you get, get this get this person? Get this person because you know, I like to see them play the uh uh play stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, that was dope. And Davidson, you know, and all of a sudden it just it just changed. And now I have a feeling that they're doing this little holdout, and I have a I have a fear that what they're going to do is that they're going to just cancel the whole fucking thing. Yeah, I can see them doing that. I, I How just, about nobody? Nobody streams. How about that? <laughs> I got to see Vince doing that. Yes, I, I, I could definitely see them just saying like, "No, we're going to uh, cancel the whole thing because because uh, Kofi and Biggie are, are not. First of all, Biggie's a champion, so he ain't, he ain't got time to do that. But I'm saying, but Kofi, what is what is Biggie doing other than being champion? What is he doing? He's not doing anything, but but he's he's probably not gonna be back there uh, doing that. But I'm just I'm, I'm what I'm just saying is that. Kofi and Biggie have have a connection to the point where he is not he's not going to do that to his friend. And you're gonna lose this title, okay? 
Yeah, like and, and, and AJ Styles, you know, I got he got respect enough for Xavier that I don't think AJ Styles is going to take over the show. No, but I'm saying I can see them just ending it, and then I can see them just saying, "All right, when well, nobody streams ever," like because uh, NXT people still are allowed to stream, just not the main roster. Sure, I mean I think that's going to change pretty soon too. I know what I'm saying. And, like back then, because when Adam Cole was, was still streaming, and yeah. that's why he said he when it, he when he got called up, he was not going to be able to stream no more. Mm. Like, like Dakota the, Kai and Shayna Baszler and all of them still stream. Yeah, so. like WWE. Honestly, it ain't that serious. It really isn't. And they they for some reason turned it into some serious because they can't handle people getting over not on their dime. Or they can't get over that people don't come back there with knives anymore. Like Undertaker said, or oh, we ain't shooting and fighting no more because you know we just don't be back there playing video games. It's it's okay to be you know to have a pastime when you when you when that job is so high demand, and just because Mister Man don't got a life and he just don't give a shit about his family, don't mean that everybody else got to do that same shit too. So you know just. Just just come back there being a gamer. I have nothing, I have nothing wrong with that. But that that whole thing about him, him and him and the company, stuff like that, that 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 shit, to me, truly, truly sucks. You're right. Um. Also, things that I felt as though that that, that sucked. Also, uh, raw. Oh God, what <laughs> raw and SmackDown. I had I had a little spike down in there too. Has been unbearable to watch. I'm, I'm you know we, we can just do a quick break because we already know we already know say it's bad stuff like that because Survivor Series is this Sunday. This Sunday. Are you sure? I am sure. Survivor Series is this Sunday, and this has to be the worst build to Survivor Series I have ever saw. And I and I and I, I'm sitting there asking myself, what happened to Survivor Series? Seriously, what happened? No, I guess they just stopped caring. It stopped, it stopped being a big four. Oh yeah, I know because money in the bank took, took its place. But I'm just like, but even mm-hmm. if, huh? No, I'm saying yeah, yeah. And I mean, and it's not even a stadium show. But I'm just like, but my biggest thing is what. The fuck is the problem? To the point where like, I don't even mind the Raw versus SmackDown thing, but you know they don't. It's, it's they show they don't even give a shit about that anymore. And <clears throat> with, with this competition out there, I'm just like, AEW just released had an awesome full gear, and you're going to follow up with this bullshit on Survivor Series, especially after you just seen. Um, I know you didn't see Raw, so you know the Mysterios are not part of the team no more. Mm-hmm. Austin Theory. I mean, I don't mind Bobby because Bobby should have been in the first place. But the team sucks. So you mean to me AJ Styles can be on the team, but Austin Theory is? Exactly. Why wouldn't you want the best of Raw? And, all right. It's kind of, and then it's also like a... Why the hell is Adam Pearce giving a shit about Raw spending? If isn't he supposed to be the general manager of both? He's on both fucking shows. Mm-hmm. Yep. So why the fuck does he care if Raw got to win or SmackDown got to win? He's on both fucking shows. Unless he's trying to say, "Well, hey, Sonya Deville, let me show you that I can do this better." You know, like I don't know where the fuck he's getting at with this. Uh. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I'm like, okay, well that makes no fucking sense. Then I'm sitting here like. Just like you said, there's no, there's no AJ Styles. We got matches that we've seen already. Like, oh, because we haven't seen Becky and Charlotte at, d- d- do this shit already. Y'all, y'all throw Sasha and Bianca into a, a, a regular Survivor Series match that that means nothing. And then you, I'm like, you know what? You know what could have been good? The New Day versus the Bloodline. But guess what, dumbasses? Y'all put Xavier and Kofi on SmackDown. And left Big E on Raw. So, 
y'all could have did a trip y'all could have did a three versus three and did something different with, with the Universal Championship and just had the New Day versus the Bloodline. And that would have been a dope ass six man tag team matchup. That could have been different from just a champion versus champion. Because it, does, it doesn't matter. It does not matter because it's not for the championships anyway. So you could have just a six-man tag team match. But now they have the New Day on SmackDown. So what sense does it make? None. It doesn't make no fucking sense. And I, and I, I just get frustrated because I'm like, you know what? How do you defend watching this? You know, watching wrestling sometimes at all. Sometimes I just be like, yeah, I like professional wrestling, not WWE. Yeah. It's a difference. But, uh, but look, because if you're talking to a casual fan, and you talk about pro- professional wrestling, the first thing that comes up is WWE. I know, so I said not WWE. So they said, well, what do you mean? And then I'm like, uh, professional wrestling, it's a difference. It is a difference. The, then they be like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, hey, you got to watch it. I can't explain it to you. Exactly. Like, you know, it's got to be AEW or New Japan or Ring of Honor or impact and I'm just like, you know, y'all really could have had an awesome Survivor series. Y'all really could have had an awesome Survivor series card if y'all just put the work in. I thought two thousand seventeen was probably the last good Survivor series card. Would you overall that? yes, but I did like the one in 2019 when they had NXT there, but the it, just the match, the people in the match was good, but the, everything else wasn't really all that. 2019, I I I I was cool because they they gave us a, a new uh, spin on it because everything was triple threat matches, kind of. So I was cool with the women's triple threat. I was cool with the. Uh, Damn, you know what? Let me go back to twenty. Uh, you know what? Let me go back to twenty nineteen real quick, because no, I just said just the people in the match. The match wasn't all that good, except no, for the no, ending no, of I, Keith I, Lee. I, look, look, I'm about to say I, I, I know the match wasn't all that good because they, they just they jobbed Walter the fuck out. Oh yeah, you know, so I, I knew that was. I'm saying, but, the, but the card, okay. So I was right. That so, was right. uh. Team NXT, Team Raw, and Team SmackDown for the women. That wasn't. That actually was a pretty decent match. That wasn't bad. Uh, Roderick Strong, AJ Styles, and Nakamura in a triple threat match. That was that. That was cool because you know all them guys. Adam Cole uh, had a match with, with with Pete Dunne for the NXT Championship. Then you had Bray Wyatt uh, take on the Fiend. I'm sure the Fiend taking on Daniel Bryan, excuse me, uh, for the, for the Universal Championship. Then you had the whole SmackDown versus Raw versus NXT, and that's what you know the, the Keith Flea and uh, Roman Reigns fist bump, Brock versus Rey Mysterio with no holds bar. That was actually a pretty good matchup. They, they they had that one point where I was like, oh shit, they actually may take the, the championship off Brock when they did the double frog splash. Remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Dominic. Yeah, yeah I was like, oh, sh-. like for a point second, I was like, oh, snap. They could really screw Brock over. And then they had Shayna versus Becky Lynch versus Bailey, which was like the most boringest triple threat match they ever could have. So, I, 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 I like the 2019 thing with, with the NXT. I, I do think some matches could have delivered better. Um, Could. 2018, that's the one with, okay, Broncos versus Dale Bryan. That was a great match. Ronda and Charlotte was a good match. Team Raw, which is with Dolph, Drew, Braun, Finn, and Bobby versus uh, The Miz, Shane, Ray. Some, oh, that's when they got swept, right? No. When they didn't get swept, they uh, just. Oh, yeah, Braun, McIntyre, and Bobby just survived on that team. Buddy Murphy to Mustafa Ali, AOP versus the Bar, Seth Rollins taking on Nakamura, which is actually pretty good, and the the women's wasn't wasn't that bad, but 2017 is the one I I I, I thought was the last great build 
Yeah, because they were under siege. It, yes. That that whole thing in 2017, when they had, and first of all, because they had, was it, it Kurt, Braun, Finn, Samojo, Triple H. That was the Raw team going up against Shane, Randy, or in Bobby Roode, Nakamura, and Cena for SmackDown. I was like, that's dope. Then you had Brock versus AJ, which was a, which was a, dope, was a good match. Uh, I didn't care for Alexa and, and, and Charlotte. Usos taking on the bar. That was a good matchup. This back when the bar was hot. Uh, nobody cared about Bear Corp taking on the Miz. Uh, the the women's uh, a SmackDown matchup was uh, okay because that's also the one where, where Becky started becoming the man. But then you had, but then you had the Shield. Versus the New Day in the opening matchup. Mm-hmm. How are you going to get mad at... I mean, like that. So, t- t- 2017 was the last good build in the last good Survivor Series card. And then from then on, I could not tell you what happened. I could not tell you what happened. They just... And I was like, ever, ever since then, they really didn't care anymore. They really didn't care that's, anymore. That's pretty obvious. That's pretty obvious that they don't care no more. But I think for me personally, 2017 was good. But I really like for some reason I really like the way that they did the 2016 one as well. That's but, the oh, know. is that the one with Goldberg and Brock? Yeah, yeah, that's one with Goldberg and Brock, and it was like uh, Orton and Wyatt was the tag champs. That's the one where they had the, all the, the tag teams do it too. That was dumb. That was dumb. Which was the 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 ending was surprisingly good though. The Sheamus the, with the bar and the Usos. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, that was good. But I'm saying, but the, the, you you had to get rid of a lot of teams first. Like you know, end zone cash had to get rid of them. You had to get rid of the Epico Primo. Seriously, you know, Breezango, the Hype Bros. Like the, you had to Heath Slater and Rhino. You had to like you know, cut cut out the filth. A little bit, but other than that, yeah, okay. So I, I, I can understand that, but you, you, you know, I just don't. It's frustrating to the point that I'm like, look, Raw SmackDown. I used to even just watch this to give some kind of review to people on the channel, but I'm like, no. Seeing Roman with, with Xavier Woods' crown on looks stupid, and I'm like, y'all doing a story to the point where like y'all obviously cannot set up a New Day versus Bloodline thing because that will go against the whole. Raw versus SmackDown thing, and that's that's dumb. And now, the the card. Let's see what who's the the oh Damian Priest versus Nakamura. Eh, do I want to see that? Be honest with you, I'm not sure. Ain't nothing about that. Truly, I think I want to see about that. Uh, who's who's who's, who's the tag team champions? Oh, RK Bro okay, versus the really RK Bro versus the Usos. Really, Priest and Nakamura. Really, Becky and Charlotte seen it. Biggie Roman. I, I mean, I, I'm cool with that matchup, but I, I was hoping it would be Hurt Business Bobby, because the way they they were booking them kind of similar. And honestly, to be honest with you. If you would have asked me what I would have did, I would have did Hurt Business versus Bloodline. If they never broke them up, yeah, that would be cool too. That that would have been the way that they would they would be a book kind of similar, and then you could have had Paul Heyman and MVP do promo battles. What? What? That shit would have been a that shit would have been amazing, and then you could have did. Bobby, you know, so with all the suits and, you know, being the almighty taking on the tri- the almighty and the tribal chief. No disrespect to Big E, because I'm a fan of Big E, and I'm glad he won the championship, but he has not built up anything yet to be on any kind of level with Roman. The almighty had it all. He had the look. He had the destruction. He had the dominance. And I'm like, the almighty with the hurt business taking on 
the tribal chief in the bloodline because it would have been something fresher. Because look, we know we, we we already seen these new day six, six man tags before, but you could have built up uh, Shelton and Cedric. Hell, you could even got two new people and replace Shelton and Cedric, but still not break up break up the hurt business and keep them together. And that would have been your six man tag for Survivor Series right there. And then you could have did, uh, you know, get, you know, Usos don't have to have the tag team, uh, the tag team titles. You could have did uh, some with the Street Profits and maybe, I don't even know what teams is fucking even on SmackDown, to be honest with you. You could have did something like that. Uh, as for the mid-card, you know, I, me personally, would try to do some, something with Apollo Crews. But they have not done anything, you know, they have not done anything with fucking him. He's probably going to be the next person on, on the releasing chop block. And I would have had some qualifying matches for people to join the Survivor Series team. Not just put them, not just throw them fucking together. And I would have had Sasha and be Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair had a rematch in WrestleMania. And he did it hard. It's not that hard but they just can't be honest with themselves and say look I'm looking in the mirror and this is obviously not what we not what we want and we don't want nobody you know to get over like that whatever the case may be so sorry I had had a little small rant that's how that just you know I would do it I know you don't care prime but as a wrestling fan as somebody who look we all became wrestling fans and it, and one of the big reasons why was because WWE. And we saw how WWE used to do things back in the day. I used to love Survivor Series. Even before the Raw. Yeah, they, bet the, they bet the whole company on it. Say what? They bet the whole company on it. What you mean by that? The evasion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They did. It, 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 there have been so many great Survivor Series matches and feuds and stuff that I just like. 2003 is still one of my favorite Survivor Series. Because of that Team Austin versus Team Bischoff. Yep. Of who's going to stay in charge. And I, I really thought Austin was going to win that one. And that was a damn good matchup, too. You thought wrong. Nah. <laughs> But that was a, I, I mean, I didn't like him picking the Dudleys, but that was, still was a damn good match of Shawn Michaels trying to hold hold it out for everybody. But, you know, that damn Randy Orton. I, I did like the, the, the first Raw vs. SmackDown with, uh, in 2005 when Andre came back. I did enjoy uh, 2007, the Hell in a Cell between Batista and Undertaker. I did enjoy... Uh, God, come on, so I'm trying to do other ones after that. You know, so it just it just sucks when you see this and you're like, damn, what? Ha-? I feel like as if it was a kick in the ring. Like, what happened to my Survivor Series? What happened to it? Exactly. And now they want to keep doing because money in the bank. I'm like, okay, I I get, I get it that that y'all want to make that a stadium show, but I'm like. It's the money in the bank ladder match. I don't think needs his own show. I think it just should have been a WrestleMania thing. I truly think that should have been the WrestleMania tradition ladder match. The money in the bank match, but because instead instead of trying to put two other, but you know eventually it probably went harder because the women got to have their shot too. So you, I guess you got to put it on on another pay per view and stuff. Um, also, guys, if you have not taken the time, Eddie Kingston, uh, wrote, he had, uh, this passage, or whatever case it was, on the Players' Tribune, and he talks about mental health, and talks about his life, it's a very good read, and I read it, obviously, I'm a fan of Eddie Kingston. I watch Eddie Kingston in the Indies, especially at House of Hardcore, where he'd be up here in Philly. 
I would watch him all the time. And I liked the way the man talked. I liked the way the man was on the mic. And he and he was just an average looking guy, but I was like, that man was out there wrestling. So I, I was a fan of Eddie Kingston. And so when I see, see him popped up in Impact and I see him pop up in AEW, I was happy to see him pop up in AEW. I was like, I just hope he stays a little bit longer. But him doing it now and him having uh, the success that he has had in AEW and, and reading this, uh, it was... A very powerful piece. I, there's stuff about Eddie Kingston that I did not even know. That I did not even know. Did you get a chance to read it, Prime? I did not. It, it, like I said, it, it's, it's really powerful. And anybody that's having trouble or struggling with mental health, I recommend you guys can, you know, to talk to somebody, especially read this, of, of what he's been through. And it's not just one of those simple wrestling stories. Like, first of all, y'all gotta say something like Eddie Kingston uh, grew up in the hood like us. Or or just, you know, I, I don't say, I don't be stereotype here, but, you know, in the Bronx and stuff like that. So, you know, he, he grew up, he grew up with a more rougher life opposed to a more richer life than some of his wrestling counterparts did. And usually, you know, life is a little bit hard in there. And you, I found out a lot about him. And I found out a lot about things that he had to deal with. And also, especially him not being too far from me over here in Philly, you know, the, uh, all that kind of, all that, that dynamic. It was just, it was a very powerful piece. I recommend it. It's, called, it's, it's the Player Tribune.com. It's an Eddie Kingston man. Uh, I recommend you check, check that out. It's a, it's, it's really powerful. It's long. It's really powerful, but you but you do some of a disservice if you're a fan of Eddie Kingston and you don't check this thing out. Uh, anything else you want to add, Prime? Uh, I don't have anything. Okay, well, if that's the case, man, we're gonna uh shut the show down. Like I said, it wasn't gonna be necessarily a long show, so I'm glad you guys st- stuck in there uh, with us. Uh, make sure you guys check out all. Uh, check out basicfully.com and check out the content they have on there the Lulu and Pop Plus One Lulu Pop Horror Show Both Sides The Mark and Dark Show and Doing Business with Mark Randall check out the Nerd Coalition stuff on there the, the No Gimme See the Wrestling Podcast Nerd Games with Talk Podcast Drunk Dogs Sober Tongues and Turn to with Hip Hop Culture and Beyond check out all of us on the podcast app Stitcher Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts uh Spotify, iHeartRadio, check out YouTube Premium for our snippets. Make sure you guys check out Prime uh, The Styles every Friday and Prime Conversations. Check out Qflows The Wardrobe. Check out all our great stuff that we got going on. Like I said, this week, I, w- I will do my best to get to the dark sides of the rings. And I will also, uh, when we get to reviews, uh, so a, lot, a lot of movie experiences, movie experiences we got to talk about. And uh, I also want to talk about uh, we, we gotta we gotta have some kind of holiday shows. Thanksgiving is next week. Like November just went by so fast. I don't know if you felt the same way, probably. If I never been, it did. Actually, <laughs> this was like whoop, it's gone. I'm like, what the, what the hell happened? Well, not it's still happening. It's not going yet. No, it, it's not going yet. But next, but next week is Thanksgiving because then. Also, for, for me next week, like it's going to be the quickest week ever because Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is my son's report card conference. And you remember how report card conferences, that means they get out early. They have half days. Conference? They, how many days do they get? Three days. They get three days for a conference? What, no, what do you no, mean a conference? No, 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 no. no. For, the each, for the whole school, the school lets out Early because your kids' conference could be on one, three of them days. What is a conference? What do you mean conference? You never had report report card conferences before. No. You never had a report card. So, so how, how did what we got your report card? They sent it in the mail. Oh fucking southern people! Let me tell you something. Well, I can't. I'm a southern person also. But look, up here. You get their report card, and then you had a report card conference where it's you would talk to their teacher, and you have meetings with all the teachers to find out what they're doing in school, 
what what they're good at, what they need work on, what they need help with. Uh, in there, if they got definitely an A, <laughs> say what? Definitely wasn't. No, if, if you if you got it, if you got an A, obviously it, it'd be like a, it'd be like a ten minute meeting. But you but as they get to upper school and they have multiple teachers, you got to talk to multiple fucking teachers. My only issue is we got to talk to them through Zoom. Zoom puts me to sleep. Like I gotta, talk, I like to talk to people. Zoom puts me to sleep, and I'm like, oh. How you, how you think they be feeling? When they gotta do that all day. Exactly, bro. Uh, I admire them. I admire them. I don't. You don't get no complaint out of me. I ain't going out there and hold up no damn sign. You ain't got no complaints out of me, <laughs> at all. Because I'm just like, yo, y'all got this. Like wearing masks and shit. Like I give it to them doctors. I can't be doing that shit all day, but they do, and I'm like, and they have to. So I don't complain. Who am I to complain? So, I just know that, so, they, they get out early, like around 11, 30, 12 o'clock, and the, the different conferences will be between 12 and 3 or 4. And that, that's, that's, that's how, that's why they, they, they let them out early. So, they get out early for the first three days, and then, of course, it's Thanksgiving, and then the Thanksgiving holiday weekend that they're all for, so... And of course it's Black Friday, so you know I gotta try to do some shopping and stuff like that. So see what see what they got left. Try to give me Space Jam a new legacy on DVD or Blu-ray. Just so I gotta have a physical version. I know you look I know you roll your eyes at me right now, cause I know you don't do no Black Friday shopping. I don't. God. Man, you don't be doing nothing, man. You just be sitting there just be shot to be like, you know what? What else? I go like the day before. I got I, I, I got I got I got I told you, come here to Philly, man. I got to, I got to take you out. Take you out on a stroll. Show you the city life. Can you even see it? Yes, why can't you see it? I'm asking, can you see without you know? <laughs> See, you talk, talk about all that shit, bro. This shit ain't Compton. This shit ain't South Central, dude. You know what I'm saying? Philly's also a beautiful place, along with it being a bad place. So you know, I'm like, yo, I come take you. I'm like, if if you if you was if you was to tell me like, yo, I want to go to the hood. I'm like, I'll take you to the hood if you want me to. I would never say that. Kind of. I'm about to say, if you want to go to the hood, I'll take you to the hood. But it's going to be like 7 a.m. <laughs> uh, just a quick story. I was in uh, L.A. and my friends wanted some type of... Uh, some guys wanted some type of uh, vegetarian oh. place. Yeah. And it was like, it was in the hood. It was like, ugh. And it was like 12 o'clock at night. Well... Ugh, was, I don't want to. I feel so unsafe here. How about say, what, 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 what was your Inglewood, Crenshaw? No, oh. no, it was it was uh oh my god, what is it called? Compton. What is it called? No, not Compton. It's 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 another one. I can't think of the name right now. Okay. It's a famous. It's a famous name though. But uh, the house is look like Friday neighborhood. Okay. Well, I mean. Friday Crenshaw or off Crenshaw Boulevard? Or... Nah, that wasn't up Crenshaw. But I'm just saying that's how the neighborhood looked. That was just like, oh, okay. oh, oh yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like being here, especially at twelve o'clock. I ain't trying to be here. He said, I ain't trying to be. Here. <laughs> yeah. Man, look, and you had to get out and go in the place too. Like it's like a house restaurant. You had to get out and go in there too. Mm, it's called Hold <sighs> Wall, but it's called, called Speakeasy. <laughs> Anyways, now just a short story. Yeah. So, but look, you got women that here up here in Philly. See, what you need to do is I listen to the media and Facebook. You need to just come and, you know, uh, let us show you around. Why would we? Why would you come here? And why would we? Why would we let you? You know, fuck up. We would. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I know. We would. I'm like, you know, I'm like, look, bro, look. I just, I, I'll take you around Northwest. Uh, you know, Northern Liberties, Center City, Roxborough Mania. You know what I'm saying? I'll take you around them areas. 
Now, if you talk about something, I want to go to West Philly or Southwest Philly, I'm like, all right. <laughs> That's where, uh, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's some great stuff here. But anyway, guys, uh, make sure you guys check all that great stuff out. And once again, this is NCAA Pacey Chill Tony, Mr. Andy, and not Deion Sands at Primetime. All right, Joe. All right, and Q-Flow, wherever you're at, bro, take us out. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be it's nc Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do.